Hello and welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trapin. I'm so thrilled to share a new mini-series here on the podcast called Spill the Tea. Join Molly McKinley and me for conversations about being intentional and confident in uncertain times and beyond. Molly is the CEO of Intentionalities and host of the Afternoon Tea Podcast. So in honor of our shared love of tea, pull out your sassiest teacup, brew your favorite tea blend, snuggle into your coziest spot, and listen in on this hour of togetherness. Get ready to hear us sharing ideas too, best practices around, and of course, highlighting our favorite people, brands, and initiatives, positively serving humanity, and sprinkling joy over their slice of the galaxy. Without further ado, let's spill the tea. Well, I like it. You can really see your your halo effect. Which is very interesting. You know, today where our conversation is around letting our trueness shine through, really embracing our values and the things that truly fill our soul tank and sharing those with the world so that we can live our best lives out loud right and on purpose and i honestly i'm not feeling it like i'm not i'm not feeling like i'm 100 percent me i feel like i need a vacation which seems ludicrous since i haven't gone anywhere it's not like i physically i shouldn't be exhausted but i really would love to be on vacation Well, what I hear you saying in that is that one sort of the the stresses of the pandemic, right? Like we, you kind of go through phases of like, we're going to all be okay. Let's pull this, let's pull together. Let's, you know, everyone's worried about keeping their jobs and how to, you know, care for each other and all of these things. All of that is taxing and takes a huge toll on ourselves, whether we realize it or not. Um, and like, for me, I feel busier than ever. Um, and I know that word busy can be loaded sometimes, but, um, I do feel busier than ever. I'm, you know, helping rate my agent, you know, launch in the U S and, um, you know, that's a huge job, you know, and we have, you know, like everybody else, you know, everyone's kind of doing more with less resources. Um, So in some ways it's like so, so grateful. And in other ways it is taxing. And I think the emotional toll and, and how taxing our emotions are that we have maybe not really fully addressed how that comes into play. So it makes you feel like you just want to get away, you know? And when I hear people saying they want to get away, it means just to shut down emotionally and mentally for just, just a minute. Yeah. And I, I don't want to, I have no desire to get on a plane. Let me be very clear about that. I've no desire to get on a plane. I mean, I I would if we had an RV. I think I'd pack the RV up and go camping. I would do that. I would do that. However, I would be happy to simply not open my computer yeah. for an extended period of time, like and and not have a date where I have to come back. <laughs> like, uh, and because the uh, the kind of the freedom yes. that that makes me feel, I feel like I could probably feel I had a whole week in three days and, it, and just be able to uh, be right. Be, um, Drew and I were talking about, so a couple of weeks ago, I think I shared that we did a staycation 
we took four days and kind of re relived a couple of our favorite trips. Yeah. And at the end of that, we're like, oh my gosh, that was so much fun. But wow, was that exhausting? Like getting everything together and the playlists. And and I'm sure the following weekend for Stace was like, it, it wasn't relaxing. I mean, it's fun, but getting it prepared and making sure all the details are together. Like I kind of want to just, you know, stay in bed until 10 or 11. Yeah. <laughs> well, I spent my morning bird watching. So, um, you know, one of Stacey's presents on our patio was she wanted like a little, like a bistro set. And so now that we have this other aspect of the porch that we have, um, you know, I'm just sitting out there in the morning. Um, well, usually we're both sitting out there, like having a cup of coffee and bird watching and, you know, that's super relaxing. Um, but I, um, I hear a thousand percent what you're saying. And when you were talking to me about how you were doing this wonderful, um, plan for your anniversary, it was making me tired, you know, because all I kept thinking was all the messes, you know? And so sometimes <laughs> it's like, I just don't want to do with it because then you have to cook and clean and do all the things and then cook and clean again after the fact. And so it's just, yeah. you know, it's not easy um, doing those, creating those memorable moments sometimes because it makes more work for us, for ourselves. Well, and you know, it's kind of after, Friday, we were like, okay, so we talked about doing takeout. We're for sure doing takeout at least two nights mm -hmm. because it was very much, um, it, it was a lot. And normally it wouldn't be a lot because of course we'd be, it, it would be even a lot more, honestly, because we would have packed for two weeks of vacation over in Europe and been doing all of the things for that. And, yeah. you know, the details of the hotels and, you know, where's the dog going and, and all of those, all of those other details that are always part of vacationing. That's kind of why I'm saying it's like, I, I really, I mean, we even joked about, um, you know, pitching our tent out on our deck in the backyard. Like, that was and, a blast. I, I will tell you, we did that. We camped all weekend last, last weekend in our backyard and it was a blast. I mean, it really was, except now we, you know, putting all things away and making sure that they're clean and, you know, it's, you know, camping is, yeah. a lot of work. I mean, I, I'm a camper, so I, it's happy work for me. Um, yeah. but I, um, it is not for the faint of heart, you know? No, that's why, you know, in an ideal world, we would have a, an RV that we could simply drive away on, drive away in and off to our, Andrew's parents were, um, they had an American Clipper and that's a whole community of RVers. Oh, okay. It's this kind of RV. <laughs> and they were in that thing all of the time. And when Andrew and I first met, it was like, oh, parents are off to, you know, they're heading out with Mickey and Steve and, and they were, that was their lifestyle, right? They, you know, all the time they were camping. And I remember thinking, oh, how fun that would be when, when we're retired. And, and it's like, oh, I'm well, many, many years from retirement. And that sounds really, really good right now. <laughs> uh, I, well, you know what? Um, well, we were talking about camping. One last thing I have to tell you. If yes, you're camp, last night, instead of using a traditional Hershey, Hershey bar for the s'mores, we tried it with a um, Reese's peanut butter cup. Mm. That was graham cracker, marshmallow, Reese's cup, graham cracker. And it was definitely different. So when you camp and when you, you have to have a stash of both Hershey's and Reese's because they start with a different hitch. Oh my goodness. Well, I do love chocolate and peanut butter as does Drew. There's a like local chocolatier here that does these ridiculous 
chocolate peanut butter cups. Like I almost can't eat Reese's anymore because mm. she has spoiled me so much. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh gosh. Although I, I don't know how well hers would melt or anything like that. It would be worth a try, I guess. Um, anyways, we digress. So before we keep going, let's talk about what's in our cups because that's always fun to share. I, I saw that you have one of my favorite cups of yours, Ken. Yeah, this is um this is again this is my favorite little cup mostly because it has this little ladybug on the inside yes it. it just makes me happy um but what's in my cup today is the summer tea intentionality summer blend which is a nice minty uh lavender um which is nice. it's wonderful i have mine warm because i like warm drinks i don't like icy drinks but um this is um and even though it's summery here um you know this is uh, the mint is cooling I was going to say, you look like you actually could be camping now with your tank and the cute, like it's, it almost looks like jean material that uh, you got going on there. Yes. My, um, it's like a little, uh, it's like a little dress. Little oh, it's tank. super cute. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Very, very. You can't really tell from the top though. It looks like, uh, looks like jeans. It it, well, kind of, it looked like it was a jean, like one of those jean dresses. Oh, gotcha. You know, like that kind of flowy drink genius um i love the summer blend i love mint which is why like so today in my cup is the it's called candy cane tea it's Ooh. trader joe's yeah i've had that and they only get it oh my gosh they only get it for whatever like i don't know six to eight weeks and i stock up on it yes like i buy like four or five boxes it's ridiculous i'm one of those people i and I didn't hoard toilet paper, but I do hoard the candy cane tea from Trader Joe's. Anyway, so that's what's in here, and I love it. And I, for the same reason, like you're saying, it kind of has this cooling, you know, feeling even when you breathe in after you've had it. Yeah. What What is even more special, and this is going to blow your mind because it blows mine when I think about it. So this cup. Can you oh see my it? Gosh, yes, it's super cute. Okay, this is um, Lucy Rig. Do you remember Lucy Rig in the '80s? Mm -mm. I, I feel like it was um, maybe Hallmark that sold the little bears. Yeah, I looked through. Anyways, the there was like tons of them. You can see the inside is one of my favorite colors of shades of yellow. Um, if you get past my lipstick there. I got this from my girlfriend, Tiffany Dreger, in the eighth grade. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I still have this mug. <laughs> that is really funny. Was so, it, yeah. Um, and stuff? Did, was it one of those presents? Was it one of what? Did you would like remember like back in eighth grade, ninth grade, we would give a mug and it would be filled with candies and stuff, or like little you fill the mug with things, you know? Yes, yes, I'm sure there was a little bear. This was like we had a thing for the Lucy Red Bears at, during that kind of that the mid to late '80s, and so I think this was like um, if I'm remembering it right, it was probably for my 12th birthday, because that was that would be around like the seventh eighth grade time period. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I totally lost touch with Tiffany. I mean, I saw her maybe 20 years ago and have not seen or heard from her. Every once in a while, I'll do like a Facebook search um, for her. And I don't, my, my sister might know where her, her little sister is. But mm -hmm. anyways, whenever I drink from the, I, it's been a long time because I kind of rotate my mugs, yeah. you know, like monks and shelves so that I, it's like, ooh, it's Christmas. I like and, that. Um, so the one I have for next week is just as ridiculously like stated from the 80s. Um, but I'm loving it. It makes me happy. And the yellow makes me happy because it's kind of a gray 
funky day. Mm. And here in the Pack Northwest, we have lots of cottonwood trees. Mm. And have you ever, are you familiar with cottonwood trees? I've, yeah, we don't have them. So, so this time of year, like there are pieces of cottonwood the size of silver dollars floating through the air. It looks oh, like wow. snow. Wow. So uh, thankfully I am not allergic. But there are some people who the, these two weeks, regardless of pandemic, they're like stuck inside um, because it's gross. If you're allergic to, I can't even imagine. Like I, just when I'm walking, I'm like, I, God's creation of my nose and sinuses and the filtration is miraculous because the fact that I don't like just have hordes of cotton, like coughing cotton out is blowing my mind because it's everywhere. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it, it, right? It's it's one of those things you're just like, how is it that I know I'm breathing that stuff in, but it's being taken care of. Well, so yeah. Um, on that breathing, breathing. Do you have a good breathing exercise for us today? Because I'm ready. Yes, we're actually Can you breathing. So I feel like I took vacation. Um, <laughs> um, we're gonna we're gonna practice our green breathing again. Um, okay, good. Because this is a really really important breath. Um, Maybe the maybe one of the most important breaths. Um, there's a really beautiful quote by um, John Muir, and since we're talking about like sort of stepping into your you know sovereignty or you know whatever is like being able to be seen or whatever, there was a quote yes. that um, I thought was really really beautiful that I wanted to share. Um, and it's this um, from John Muir. He, it's in um, it's a it's uh, in reference to works by Ralph Waldo Emerson. So it is between every two pine trees, there is a door leading to a new way of life. And mm -hmm. so I wanted to um, start off with that because what that means to me, and again, sort of coming back to living that soul-filled, purpose-filled life, right? Is just knowing when we see like the trees together, remembering um, who we are and that, at any moment, there's doorways always opening for us, right? And to not feel yeah. blocked or um, limited um, by by that. So by by thinking that we have only one path or another, right? There's multiple. I love that, especially because we're talking about like camping. Yes, <laughs> well, pine I, tree I, reminds me of camping. That smell, all that. Ooh, this is my little spider plant. She sits on my desk, but. But the idea with the green breath is that whether you have a plant on your desk or a tree in your view, or I personally like to prop up on like sitting on the roots of a tree with my spine against the back of the tree. But whatever it is, what we're trying to do is find that connective breath between the natural world and ourselves so that we can synchronize the breath and the beating of our heart um, is what we're trying to visualize. And so it's very simple. Um, we just sit um, either cross-legged in Sukhasana or easy pose, or if you're in the chair, just root and ground those feet um, firmly on the earth and lift up tall through the spine and allow that crown to find an extra inch, dropping the shoulders away from the ears, starting to bring the awareness to the very tip of the nose Feel the air coming in and feel the air leaving the nose. And we're going to just add a visualization to this, whether it's a plant or the tree or even just creating a circle of trees in our mind's eye. Just imagine breathing in the air. That air is the tree's exhale. And as we exhale, we're just returning 
the favor to the plant or the tree, to the green. So we're breathing in the green and we're exhaling, returning the favor. And just focus there on this moment, maybe even cultivating a sense of gratitude in the space in our heart, our heart chakra, Anahata chakra, which ironically is the color green. That's the color associated with this chakra, you know, of love. And so there is no coincidence that this sense of gratitude, of deep, unconditional love, and the green of the earth, that it's all connected. So just very simple um, breath of intentional breathing. Um, and that's it. Mm -hmm. And when you're done, your just eyes are fluttered and you can come back to this breath anytime. Um, love it. Yeah. What I love about the, when you're guiding it and you're reminding me that it's the the favor back and forth, a reciprocal breath. I love that. Uh, I'll never forget the, the first time I saw Lord of the Rings. Yes. And the trees came to life. And I was like, oh, it's just like my dreams. Like how they, even their voice, you know, was kind of this yeah. magical I mean, I could understand them, so they're clearly speaking English. Um, however, it's just the, the the cadence of their their words, and you know, kind of how they were very, even though they're he, these large, I mean, giant creatures on this planet, that they were very gentle and and sweet, and you know, help out a branch for the little humans to crawl on them and uh, I there's this visual that comes in my mind of this tree that has these huge eyelashes just these huge eyelashes and I can see the eyelashes moving when I am breathing towards her it's very entertaining oh I love that <laughs> well you know I've been writing this book called the intentional business and one of the chapters is about permaculture and how nature is a perfect framework um, for good business and just even understanding the structure of trees and how the roots connect and send signals to the network of trees, you know, it's really quite fascinating. Um, there's so much to learn. And when you start to remember, um, you know, I think that quote about aligning your heart, your soul with nature, that all of a sudden starts to make serious sense right? Mm. A collective heartbeat. Um, is yes. Those aren't just words when you start to actually have that experience. Um, I don't know. It's really, really beautiful stuff. So, I agree. I think we're seeing a lot of that. I, I feel like there is a, there are a lot of masks that are coming off oh, right now. Yeah. And there, there's, there are still people who are grasping and, and almost putting themselves in a chokehold with their mask. They haven't released it very much. They haven't released it at all. Like there's nothing like their, their faces and hair are showing gray and wrinkles and they are refusing to be seen. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like that list of people is getting smaller and smaller. Mm -hmm. I feel like people are, there's, there's something that is magical about this time where, um, there, whenever, ever in history has there been an opportunity to, without need for excuse, right? Without need for excuse. And I loved in, I, I don't remember what of many chapters 
in Untamed it was, but talking about the um, the moment she realized she could make a choice and stand in that choice and not have to explain it to anyone. Like, yeah, it was shocking to her, right? And I think that's that's part of the letting your trueness shine through is realizing you have the ability to be her right now. No one is stopping you except for yourself. And and that when you start to uncover what is holding you back inside yourself, that it usually has to do with everyone else. It's mind boggling when she starts talking about like the, um, oh, what was the example she was giving? I don't know, have you listened to the new um, podcast with Deborah Messing yet? No, not yet. So, so she just launched it, and she launched it um, with a gal that I've seen her with on, on Facebook, and uh, well, maybe more like on Instagram. I've seen her. Um, it's called the Dissidents, but I think it might be something. There might be another, like a full name. Uh, this is though the Dissenters, mm. and it's. Um, so she, their first guest was Glennon, mm. and and it was really good because I'm writing this down. The th- yeah, it's really good. The, the dissenters. I'll drop the link in the in the comments for sure. But her her co-host and her uh, Deborah Messing's co-host. Um, I'm trying to remember her name. Oh, I hate that. And you know how face how these sessions are. Oh, Mandana Dayani, who is an activist. She's the one that um, like she got a bee in her bonnet and moved forward in helping with these kids in cages, and her whole, this whole movement that she created a place to put her, how it was on her heart, right? And so they're talking about all these, these moments where, where we don't, to be our truest self is to listen to that still small voice and then do what she's telling us. <laughs> like if we see injustice, if we see someone hurt, if we see these things, we're seeing them for a reason because it's, in, we're seeing it, we are seeing it. Uh, it's just weird in, in such a time as this that there are people who see it and what they do instead of doing is they go to social media and they're like, I can't believe what I just saw. It's like, well, you saw it. Well, that's bravery, right? And that's trust, trust in yourself, really, that you're able to handle whatever, you know? Yes. And that is, that is a big part of being and letting your trueness shine is, is realizing and being okay with the fact that you will rarely be comfortable ever again. Like there will, <laughs> I mean, it, when it comes down to it, you know, um, and some people have, have a, a bloodier topic than others, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, they, they do, there's something on their hearts that is just, it's so re- raw, right? It's one of those conversations that when you start picking at it, it's like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to go there. And you know that when you go there, you're going to get the, the emails and the social media comments and, and, you know, it's scary. It's scary. Yeah. That's why finding your people is so important. So you have people that are, you know, are there to rub, rub your virtual feet at the end of a really tough day. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Right. I mean, that's, you know, you were talking before that you've watched the movie, um, you know, the Netflix, The um, the Last Kingdom. The yes. the Texans. Well, we binge watched that. That's what we were doing all weekend is watching that. And um, what you're saying, there's so much to be said for like, the, you know, the great warriors in battle, right? 
it wasn't, you know, there, there is such a bond, you know, like, and there are, you know, the idea of even a bond, I think is sort of a lost idea because the mm. bonds that we carry now are really so weak and fragile that if, you know, social media or whatever can break bonds as easily as they're broken, you know, like maybe it's this, maybe we need to rethink that of our people having more of a sacred bond, you know, to each other. Um, I'm just talking completely off my heart here. Um, there's just no preparation here, but it just sort of what you were saying. And, um, you know, when I was watching in that show of how like words mattered more, are you having a hot flash? Um, no, I'm, I'm actually like, this tea is actually making me warm and it's not warm here. My feet are cold. Cause I I'm just listening to you. I think it's just heating me up. Right. It's, it's firing me up because well, I completely, I'm right there with you. Well, it's funny that you say that because when you started doing that, like I started having a hot flash and even like I can see in my, my mouth flush, you know, like having a, but I am perimenopausal. So I don't know if I'm picking up on someone else's energy or if I'm, uh, if I'm actually uh, having a hot flash. Who knows, right? I mean, I, I think my body has decided to do what she likes in this season and I'm, you know, I'm along for the ride of it. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to do the right things, uh, and you know, the, I think what's interesting in what you're saying and what the you know, I think there's seasons where I feel like I devour content, and somehow all of the content somehow all of the content has a red thread, hmm. right? There is something in it, and and this this welling inside. And it really has been the last few years for me, right? And and I think a lot of it really started when I was researching for the keynote at Woman Up in 2018 around lionesses mm -hmm. and learning about the lioness and what a lioness pride was. And yeah, I remember this. Um, yeah. And and so it's it's been a few years now, you know, studying and learning and, and kind of just dig digging into that space and realizing that, you know, we are in a time where we're able to shed relationships that don't serve either one of us well, that we've been holding on, we've been clinging to for, for dear life. And, and when you said the word bond, it was, that's, that is such a great way to say it. Right. And you cannot have, you cannot be bonded to everyone. You cannot be bonded to 5,000 freaking people. Yeah. And, and the, all of these numbers and all of this, you know, trying to get to a certain number to get this, or, you know, I, if I have this many likes, then I'm valuable or my product is valuable or my talk is whatever is, is more valuable because more people have liked it. Uh, I, I really, that's something that I'm hoping we shift as we move forward. I know I will, I will personally, yeah. how I look at things like that. I know yeah. I will. Yeah. I, I have hopes and, and prayers for the world that we stop with the insanity and we look at, you know, similar to how they are, how, how you know, the stories from whether it's Outlander or the, the Last Kingdom, where it's like the band of brotherhood, right? Yeah. And because that's really what it is in these people. Some of them were, were related. Yeah. But most of them aren't. No. I mean... They're they're connected by the fact that they call themselves a Dane or not a Dane. Yeah, I I agree. I think there's something there that is really profound and meaty, and you know, like I think we're lucky because we have that 
with each other. There's a hand, you know, there's some of us who are like sort of locked in on a, a common cause of giving back and giving women a, a ride, you know, a, a leg up. And as it relates to business or, you know, we're sort of mutually, we have that shared value system of women entrepreneurs, right? And how can we support women in business, right? Does it mean that we are, you know, part of the woman up movement? You know, is it that we are, you know, supporting our sisters who are venturing out and becoming uh, sort of scratching the entrepreneurial itch? Yes, I had a beautiful conversation with someone last week, just that in in that regard, who had this thing that she can't stop thinking about, right? So like, how do we help someone like that? Um, you know, you've been an incredible advocate for my business. Um, you know, not just the teas, but you know, all of the marketing, everything, you know, but there's always those people who aren't, you know, cause there's lots of people who, and again, it's the shallow, I think that is soul deafening is, you know, when I had launched my business, you know, people are like, yes, go for it, go for it. And then they never really support the business. Right. And it's, again, it's easy to say something or like a button or whatever. It's, it's the commitment is very, very small in that way. Right. And it's shallow. You know, but really, I think what we're craving as people is the depth, you know, the bond, you know, the the circle, you know. The- I agree. I agree. Yeah. And, you know, for, as as someone, and I know you are the same, as, as someone who does go deep with my relationships, I'm, I am also keenly aware right now in this season who absolutely is missing the people that um, I really supported that I've asked for, for help right now. Mm-hmm. And I've also had to, to say to myself, let's like, I'm not willing to make a judgment on that yet because we're going through such an interesting time, right? Think, oh, yeah. Their, their trueness, their, their walk right now, they're finding it hard to get out of bed. Yeah. Right. And, and so I I also think that it's really important that as we're having these conversations, as we're talking about, you know, stepping into and surrounding ourselves with people who share our values, people who see our vision, who hear our song and sing it to us when we have totally forgotten the words, right. That there are people who, who simply are not capable of doing that right now. And, and they want to, I'm, they they desperately want to, I'm sure, in in some cases, but they but they're unable to. And so, I find that there's there's almost layers inside the process, right? For me, in saying, you know, I want to I want to be realistic and I and yet optimistic, right? And that and finding the balance in there is tricky, right? Like who's just decided to focus on themselves and you know has gone into sell versus serve mode that's different than the people who are just MIA. Yeah, no, I think that's right. But I think that goes back to even going back to Untamed, you know, with Glenn and saying, you know, and, and this is also true in a yogic ideal is that you must serve yourself first. You must. So when it comes down to selflessness, you know, and how we, and as a society lift up selflessness, we're actually creating a deficiency of selves, right? Because we show up wholly, completely, and fully, you know, then we are able to pour into others, right? But when we're depleted, um, you know, we can't really do the service, period. It just doesn't exist. The math isn't there. Versus even with a yogic ideal of yama and niyama, 
the first yama of right ways of living with others is ahimsa, which means to not not harm. And but non-harming always bows to thyself first. So yes. in a situation where you're trying to decide the lesser of the evils, you know, it is always, you know, honor thyself. And, and why is that? And again, if we go back to that network of trees or the sisterhood of trees is because it's all interconnected, you know, underneath the surface of the soil are the roots connecting and sending signals and all of it. So it's really the illusion of disconnection is, is that it's an illusion. And so if you're right by yourself, you are going to be right by others is yes. essentially the mirror. I think that's so beautiful. Well, and and in Untamed, she did talk about that uh, in a few of the chapters about how we've learned that the I, you know society's created this definition of the the ideal woman is selfless. Yeah. And and about how I, her call to action. I think I actually shared it in the Woman Up group when as one of the advertisements, like, hey, join us for this conversation, which was we need a world full of women who are full of themselves. Cool. And, and, and that term, like even saying full of themselves, it's kind of like saying you're, you deserve something like I deserve happiness. Oh, what do you mean? I deserve all oh, you know, that feels awkward for most people. It does. Yeah. Um, you know, I deserve something like somehow that's egotistical and actually it is self. It, it, being selfish doesn't have to be an evil. It doesn't have to be a negative and, and focusing on yourself first is the key, I think, and why there are so many unhappy marriages and unhappy families and, and broken you know, children who, who run away from home is because everyone is broken inside the home. No one's taking care of themselves. Everyone is giving everything on the outside world. And now that we've had, what, eight weeks, sometimes ten, some 10 weeks of people who have basically been giving their all at home. They've been giving so much to their time. I, I was on a prep call for uh, Zoom chat that I'm doing tomorrow for one of our one up sponsors, um, Realogy. And they're one of the women on the group was like, I have spent so much amazing time with my daughter. And we taught her how to ride a bike. Like she was so not interested before the pandemic. But mm -hmm. she's like, we spent the day like a day that's usually kind of crazy. And she said this about Mother's Day too. Like it was her best Mother's Day ever because she didn't have to run all Amen. over the place. I totally agree with that. And and this, this Memorial Day of, you know, where you're normally like, oh my gosh, there's a whole pack of people coming or we're packing up everything we have to go to someone else's house and do the, do the, do the, do the, do, 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 all, all of the things that she was like, we spent the day riding bikes. And it's just something in her, the cadence, her tone, her body language, just everything about her, her aura mm -hmm. was so peaceful. Yeah, I love it. And I was just, I, I sighed out loud for her because I thought this, it, these are, as women, as women who are out there pounding the pavement, making it easier for the next generation to come through and do what it is that they want to do, whether they want to be CEOs or stay-at-home moms, whatever. So there's no judgment on any of it. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's where we are right now is saying, like, let us not judge anyone. Yeah. The women who are in the forefront of that are finally able to do less and be at home more. And it's a beautiful thing. And they're reconnecting again with, wow, I, I didn't realize how much I valued this. Yeah. That's how I feel about the travel or the work travel. Cause you know, you and I, we spent a lot of time on the road 
So I'm just, I don't really ever want to take that on again. Yeah, I don't think, I, I haven't heard anybody who said, I want to go back to that. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure there are people. I, I'm sure there are people who, who cannot wait to get back to that schedule. I'm with you. Yeah. Right? Like I, I'm working on, oh, I, I need to send it over to you so that you can take a peek at it, but I'm working on breathing life into my fire up your Moxie e-course again. Oh. Like it's, it, it was constantly being pushed down, pushed down because there was always something else coming up. And I was like, you know what? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like this is, this is something, uh, you know, alongside the conversations we've had about doing the Linus Prize and doing masterminds with women. And right now it feels like that's kind of, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to do, to do that project. But the, the e-course, it's like, why has that been sitting gathering dust? Well, as I was on 75 planes. Yeah. No. <laughs> and now I'm not. And now I'm not. Woo! So why not? Why not breathe some life in it? And it's the perfect um, precursor to the collaboration box, the Moxie on fire, right? Firing up your Moxie and then keeping it on fire. It's like, it. it's beautiful timing and it's not timing that I planned. It's well, divine timing. Say. You know, we were pushing, pushing to get this thing out and then all of this stuff kept happening. And we, you and I both said, you know what? the universe is speaking. So let's just yeah. not try to force and rather flow. And there, bam, there it is. It needs to be connected to something bigger. Yeah. And I, I really, truly pray that those who are listening live or catching the replay or listening to this on the podcast, that take a look at the things that feel like that are disappointments right now. Let's just make it very, very, let's take it right down. The things that feel disappointing right now, the vacations you're missing, the weddings you've had to postpone, whatever your fill in the blank is, and try to step back in this moment and think, what, what is filling in that time? Hmm. Like, what, what am I breathing life back into? Because there are so many of these stories that I think we're, we're simply shoving it down. We're like, oh, I, oh, now I finally have time to do that thing. But it's the celebration isn't in the, wow, I actually have time to do that now. Right? Yeah, I love that. I, I think that they're everywhere in that mindset shift of re-engaging, you know, again, going back to, you know, the affirmation and the, the thought around, I will embrace my values. I will fill my soul tank. Like these are things we have control over. I can choose to value, to honor my values. I can choose to fill my own soul tank. I can choose to surround myself with people who love and honor my purpose. Right. Mm -hmm. And when I do, it's like, no one can stop me. Except divine intervention, of course, except for a pandemic. <laughs> and even then, it's like a reroute. I feel like it's not even been a pause. Like, I I, I feel like it's just been a rerouting. Of, uh, uh, I don't, it's very interesting. I can't, I can't imagine the lessons that I'll have under my belt in the next week. Yeah, it's so funny. You're saying, what you're saying is sort of sparking an idea that I had in the meditation. Um, and that is, you know, like, there really isn't a wrong path or a wrong choice. It's just a different path, a different choice. But if you know your destination, right? And the, the value, the purpose, you will still get to the destination. It's just, you know, that's that web 
you know, every connecting aspect of the web, you know, you're still heading into the same direction. It's just how quickly you're going to get there. If you're taking, you know, the, you know, the connecting threads, or if you're traveling on the inner path, you know, <laughs> the inner path, the interweb, the well, interweb. it's very, yeah. I mean, you're, yes, I think, I think we all, I, I shouldn't say all because I, you know, I'm doing my best to not use these really big, like always, never, all, That's only. First word. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to catch myself on that because I, but I do believe that many of those people who are in my circle, yeah, the, 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 my lioness pride is calling is singing the same song is calling out in the in the middle of the night their soul they're waking up at the you know 3 a.m and they're they've got these ideas that are bursting out of them and and they're i'm getting notes like what is going on like i i had one of my girlfriends she's so funny she's like have you been praying for me because i feel like i've got such incredible clarity i'm like no it's just you're having sh shower moments all day long interesting because yes <laughs> because you're not you're not forced to be in the chaos and um, you know i was saying to i was telling my girlfriend stephanie who you know stephanie chumbly this was like i don't know four weeks ago and i said you know i just have said i'm not doing any video on mondays or thursdays she's like oh my gosh like and and her body language when she it's like that i have a choice to say yes i can attend that meeting or not like, yeah. there's nothing on the planet that says we have to do all of the zooms we don't have to do all I mean, we don't have to do all of the Zooms. There are always people on every Zoom. Now I can say those things because it is true. Every you know, Zoom meeting I've attended, there have been people who like come on without video, listen in and pop away. Mm -hmm. Like you too can do that. <laughs> it's like take care of yourself. If you've been on Zooms all day, you know, it, it's... I get it. It's exhausting. It being on being on Zoom and you know hoping that you're not getting caught on some weird selfie snap that somebody's taking on their side while you're like looking off into the distance or you've got a really grumpy. Look. I mean, because you're like on the whole time. Yes. <laughs> that's really funny. And um, yeah, no, I. I think that's it. I think it's just all depleting, right? And so figuring out and being candid and honest about what is actually pulling instead of um, filling, you know, yeah, puts us yeah. back into the, the mode of co-creator instead of, um, you know, just being reactive. Yeah. Well, that's the authentic part, right? The, the, no, none of us are always anything. No. And, and I, there is, there's a lot of power when you realize, like, I, I know, and I've known for many years, I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I am a lot. You are my cup of tea, though. And we, and I love it. I like to be a lot. I, yeah. I, I love to be my the version of me. And who I am today is very different than I was ten years ago, Molly. And you'll be different again a year from now and two years from now, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's so interesting that when you're younger, you don't think about things like that. Like, I think now I think about, I can't wait to meet who I'm going to become. That's it. Because 
I, I'm, I love who I am more every day because I embrace this concept of, I know when I am my true self that I'm able to not only attract those that I'm to serve, but I wrote about this yesterday and I was, I teared really down my face as I was writing this because it was like most of the first round of the affirmations was really like um, trying to remind my reader that you are worthy of speaking this goodness into yourself. And here are all the myriad of reasons, right? Yeah. And, and so when I originally wrote this one, it was, you know, um, it was focused on when you do this, abundance has the ability to come in your door. Yeah. Right. It's the, those you're meant to serve and do life with can actually find you because they can see the real you. They can see who, how your values are aligned. They can see that you both love many of the same things and you're going to have lots of fun together in your lifetime and all these little, little bits of the, you know, the recipe. But this, this time I was writing it and I was like, you know what, the other side of this and this season is that when we are true selves and we open up and say, I'm having a day, Mm. like I'm having this day where I I'm sad or I'm mad or I'm disappointed that when we are, we say those things out loud that we, the people who are out there who are meant to serve us and who have the abilities and the talents to help heal us mm-hmm. can actually find us. Yeah. I love that. And, and it's so, it's so, it's such a beautiful circle if we allow it to be right. Mm. It's beautiful. If we allow it to be, if we allow ourselves to be authentic, not only to attract those that we're meant to serve, but to let those who are meant to serve us in. And that's, that's it for me. And in this whole, the, the trueness shining through it's, it allows us to create such deep, meaningful connection Mm -hmm. that it, it makes the, it makes the shallow really unattractive. I agree. And, and like, I want it out of my life. I want it out. <laughs> well, the good news is that we get to choose, right? Yes. Yes. That is the power of intent. I love that. I think also um, what's really, really cool about what you're saying is that um, the the secret to that and i think this is where we struggle is the patience right (laughs) because even when you know and you see and you're rooted and you're connected and you're doing this in the role of the co-creator or whatever creatrix if you will the um the patience and the trust of the divine flow is still required for success or whatever you know and attack disattachment to the outcome of what success actually looks like is the ultimate of you know the ultimate lesson in all of it you know that's so true the the first question i am ask on all of my moxie chats is what does success mean to you yep it's never been the same in the i don't know 50 100 moxie chats i've done over the last five ten years unbelievable Mm -hmm. It's always different. And I had this gal on last week. I actually did. I've been trying to do the Moxie Chats live on Facebook. Mm. Um, simply, I don't know. I think I, I was doing them kind of in the studio, kind of quiet. Um, but I feel like in this season, it's like, why not? 
you know, e even if 10 people get to see it live, they got to see it live and ask a question and, you know, yeah, that's cool. makes my guests feel happy. Yeah. Um, but Christy was saying, you know, like she used to see success in this way that like she feels successful when somebody was like, oh, like um, when someone was grateful or like she'd done something that, that, gave, that inspired a word of affirmation. Mm. And she's realized over the years that it actually isn't about that at all. Hmm. Like happiness and success comes from within. Mm -hmm. It doesn't come from when you've kind of checked off all of these boxes and somebody has now deemed you worthy of a word of affirmation. <laughs> and and it, it struck me so much because I thought maybe that is why this path over the last few years has felt easier for me is that be, is the connection to personally affirming myself on a daily basis mm. more than ever before in my life. Whereas before, like words of affirmation is one of my top love languages. It's, it's tied with acts of service yeah. and it's, I'm doing it for myself. Like I am affirming myself on a daily basis. And so hopefully that helps someone out there that is, you know, don't wait for your partner yeah. to fill that okay. tank for you. I think that is beautiful, right? And then we just have to find, you know, rid ourselves of the script about that being ugly and gross when people do that. And I think the problem is we've all seen somebody who was over the top with, you know, confidence or whatever, and it's boastful, right? But there doesn't, <laughs> there is, it doesn't have to be one or the other. There is a beautiful fine line of confidence and competence and knowing that isn't boastful, arrogant, and rude, but is conscious and intentional and very very powerful and that is what we have to embrace and that's often not big it's often small yeah. or quiet right yeah. so well and it comes in it it looks different because it's not about the person there i i truly believe like there was this whole study done five or six years ago, maybe longer. I mean, when was, when did the selfie get out of control there for a while? I, I feel know. like that was, I mean, in the last 10 years, right? Like it really, you know, Instagram, I remember when Instagram was pretty much all selfies and there was a study done about like the self-esteem yeah. of, of the selfie taker. And look, if that's the only photos they share that there's some like a link to their self-esteem. Yeah. And yeah, a likability quotient. I remember that. Yeah, I remember. Um, Likeable you were, right? Yes, 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 yes. And I think, I feel like the, this next decade is, we're going to see the shift from that, right? Where people are talking more about what activates them and and what, what they're truly passionate about. And it could that could be simply, I will see more of it because that is what I'm looking for in this world. Hmm. And again, we've said it how many times we have control over that right we have a choice we have a choice what content we take we have a, a choice who we bring into our lioness pride we have a choice and i'm so thankful that you are in line i'm grateful for you i really am <sighs> we'll be we'll have our and our circle is forming right and so uh -huh. you know we will have our tight-knit group of people who have a bond of connection and support that is not breakable um, you know, and that is to me that, that root, that connection is what I'm looking forward to. And I love that. So I have to tell you the funniest thing. I looked up at my computer and for some reason, the clock on my computer stopped, 
Yeah, it's I'm not at the top of our hour. We're done. It's back to it's um it says it's 145 here on my computer. But when I look at my phone, it says whatever, 215 or something like that. <laughs> I'm like, what is 233? It's 230. I mean, it's like 45 minutes, like the, I, I don't know. Anyways, I think that was, again, a divine interruption so that I wasn't worried about time because I was like, oh, look, it's only 145. <laughs> but yes, we need to do it. We need to meditate and and you've got yoga tonight, yes? Yeah, I teach yoga on Tuesday night. So that's, um I have to, after I leave here, I finish up my work and then I um, go teach. And then um, I actually come back online and work because the Australians are still in the middle of their day. So um, the crazy Australians. I, I love them. They're the best. Um, but yeah, I think I think the meditation, since we don't have much time, is it's just going to um, I'm going to switch gears a little bit and go back to um, that green breath. And if we stay in the green breathing where we're inhaling the trees and exhaling, returning the favor and just finding this beautiful reciprocity between nature and ourselves and starting to connect to the wholeness and the fullness of this reciprocity. Just bringing into our mind screen, just the two parting trees that um, John Muir speaks of, of allowing the, the path between the pine becoming an endless world of possibilities. And so if we're imagining ourselves just walking through two pines, what do we see? What purpose comes into our mental screen? What people come into our mental screen? You know, what's filling us up? What are the values that we won't leave behind? You know, and maybe just when you have more time to sit here in between the pines, just ask yourself those three questions. What values will I never leave behind? What fills me? What brings me joy? And then what is my purpose? And then afterward, you just journal whatever comes into your mind screen, whether it makes any sense or not, and just trust the process so good always always offer gratitude at the end of meditation you know gratitude thyself and gratitude to whatever else you gratitude for i love that i love that you reminded me that i lived off of a street called los pinos when i was a kid called the pines mm. like, i love that i love that connection that my mind created in that meditation so thank you for that my friend wow um i loved this conversation i know that it definitely it healed me a bit. I feel more energized than I did when I started. So thank you very, very much for that. I I pray that your yoga tonight is amazing and that those of you, those who join you virtually are, are blessed. I'm assuming Stace will be there with you. So please send her my love, our love, the community love. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's behind the camera. So I feel like I get to do it. She's like, I have a person in the virtual studio. So it's good because I get to see her and hear her breathing, which is helpful with the uh, teaching, you know? So oh, I love that. All right, my friend, we'll have a wonderful evening. I will well, also, I'll talk to you between now and next Tuesday, but I will yeah. for sure see you next Tuesday. I can't wait. Yeah. Always love Bye, it. Friends. Bye bye. Thank you for spilling the tea with Molly and me today. It was our heart's desire to provide a lens for focus, 
a place to uncover the opportunities that abound, and create a moment to embrace grace and gratitude as we celebrate the beauty that is swirling all around us. To connect with us, head on over to our current collaboration site, moxieonfire.com, and sign up for updates. That's moxieonfire.com. Let's all go forth and lead with love, trust, and faith.